Welcome to All for One, the EHS Theater Podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Gorman. Please join me for another conversation with one of our program's amazing 2021 seniors. Enjoy! Good afternoon. Hello. Welcome to All for One, the EHS Theater Podcast. Today, my name is Margaret Gorman, and today we have senior Kennedy Morgan as our guest. Hey, Kennedy. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so a couple quick theater-related questions before you get started on your topic. How many years have you been in EHS theater? Uh, it's my fourth year, so I've done three full years. Three full years. Perfect. I would say you've really done three and a half years. I suppose, because I did eighth grade. You did eighth grade. Yes. Um, are you an actor or a technician or both? Um, mostly an actor. I have mm-hmm. done tech, but Perfect. I, would, I would classify myself as an actor. What has been your favorite role or position thus far? Oh, ooh, wait, that's such a hard question. <laughs> um, good. I would say probably Babette was my favorite. Okay, describe who is Babette. Um, so Babette was from Beauty and the Beast. She's the uh, the head maid, and she's turning into a feather duster. She's <laughs> a little girl. bit, a little bit sassy. A lot of uh, it flirty. A lot of it flirty, mm-hmm. and overall, very fun and very French. <laughs> very fun and very. French. I really, she's a character that dances quite a bit. And you are a girl that dances quite a bit. So I think it's a good match of character to skill and also character to interest. For sure. I will admit that I was watching the VR guest video the other day (laughs) and really watched that tango. It was, ah, the tango's fantastic. All right. So off of Beauty and the Beast, what are we going to talk about today? What's your subject? Uh, so for my subject, I chose um, self-organization slash personal planning because I recently started a bullet journal and I am in love with self-organization now. <laughs> so tell me, I mean, I think we have a pretty good idea when we say self-organization, but tell me what a bullet journal is. Okay, so a bullet journal is basically, it's a form of self-organization that mixes like a regular, you know, journal that you would write down your thoughts in or whatever with mm-hmm. uh, a calendar and a personal planner. So give me an example of what it, I mean, first of all, describe what it looks like. What's the aesthetic? What is, what color is it? And then tell me a little bit about how you're using it or how someone would use it. Right. So mine, um, you can buy ones that are like pre-drawn out and everything for you, but I just bought a regular journal and then started my work from there um so the way mine looks is at the beginning of my journal I have just a few pages that are just like sort of fun things like you know songs I'm listening to you know like my favorite you know favorite songs is one of them and then I have Mm -hmm. a page that's full of like positive quotes um books that I want to read And then you get into the more of the planner portion of it, which for me, I have the calendar of the entire rest of the year. So each month written out. um, And then the page next to that one is just 
the list of each month and like important deadlines. So I have like when like my BYU applications are due, the priority deadline and the like final deadline. I have people's birthdays so I can remember those just, you know, fun stuff yeah. like that. And, then, and you said the rest of the year. Are you talking about 2020 till through December or are you talking about through the end of the school year? Uh, so mine is 2020 through December. And then once it hits January, January I'm going to start with the entire 2021 year. <gasps> That's so exciting. I really like that idea. And what does it look like from the outside? What design is on the cover? Mine is completely plain. It's, really? <laughs> it's like a shiny, purpley, pinky color. Cool. It's very fun. I really very enjoy fun. it. <laughs> All right. So... You talked a little bit about quotes and songs and books. For you, what's the purpose of having kind of that more pleasurable stuff at the front? Is it inspirational? Is it to remind yourself to take breaks? So, yeah, I think it's to remind myself to take breaks. And I also am using it sort of as like a scrapbook feature. So I can be like, Aww. if I look back on this in like a year, two years, 10 years you know because I plan on keeping all of the ones I do I can yeah. look back and be like this is what I was listening to in 2021 you know this is what I was reading in 2021 it's cool that's really cool can you so I would love you if you don't mind to share a song a book you'd like to read and a quote if you feel comfortable okay so uh a book I'd like to read right now I'm reading To Kill a Mockingbird I'm almost finished with it <laughs> So, is it for class or are you just reading it? So I'm reading it for class, but I've also just been wanting to read it. It's a great book. It's so good. <laughs> really think, brilliant book. I almost like when I started reading it, I didn't think I was going to like it because I was like, old classic book, but it's actually yeah. genuinely really good and interesting. Yeah. 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 I really, um, I taught that book years ago in eighth grade and I really love teaching that book. Okay. That's a fantastic one. Uh, do you have a book that you're going to read next? Uh, yes. So the next book I'm going to read is, uh, it's called The Girl in the Blue Coat. It's a World War II book, of course. I love good World War II book. I'm, I'm, I'm writing it down. I want to read it. The Girl in the Blue Coat. It's a mystery. It's about, uh, there's this family who's harboring uh, a, a Jewish girl and she goes missing without any trace. So they have to, they're trying to figure out where she where she's at I um, love it okay I'm I mean I'm definitely gonna check that one out myself yeah and then you said a, a positive quote I have written in here yeah and then a song as well oh yes um okay. so for a song uh I'm currently listening to pretty much anything the Beatles um oh, really uh, I love the Beatles I've been listening to pretty much just everything I can't really think of a specific one I've been listening to a lot I just sort of okay. have them on shuffle right now. And then I like that. one of my positive quotes is, I'm trying to choose one. Um, it just says, I will not stress over things that I cannot control. Ugh. Which is always <laughs> a good reminder. So how do positive quotes hit you? And I guess what I mean by that is, for me, they are that reminder that the words of wisdom don't need to live inside of yourself, that you can look to outside, outside resources to be nurtured and reminded. For you, how, what do positive quotes work? So 
when I when I choose positive quotes I tend to choose things that are more of like reminders like you know things that are like I will not stress over things I can't control (laughs) bring out the best qualities in yourself you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. just to just because I think those are things that we always need reminders of especially somebody like me who is a little bit more on the the sassy side sometimes I don't I've never seen that side of you so this is a real surprise for me yeah so I think it's just a a good reminder especially too since I'm working in uh with customer service you know I'm working with mm-hmm. a lot of people who sometimes get on my nerves because you know just how it be um yep it's it's important to just remember that like especially like one person shouldn't shift the entire like your entire mood or reflect how you treat other people yeah that's a that's powerful and hard yes very hard yeah yeah very hard um you said you work in customer service would you like to share where you work yes I would I work at Sonic (laughs) Drive-In love it Um, in Vancouver in Vancouver there's only one location in Vancouver so don't even need to worry about that um (laughs) Sonic Drive-In and I it love it to death. I love it so much. It's What's so your recommendation in terms of what to get there? You get one food wreck. What is it? Um, okay, well, I'm going to, sorry, I'm going to give two because I'm going to give <sighs> okay. one for my lactose intolerant people and then one for my people who aren't <sighs> lactose intolerant. Okay, okay. <laughs> so my non-dairy, or my, no, sorry, my dairy option is the mozzarella sticks. The mozzarella sticks are always so a great. hit. They're okay. so great but they are not very nice on the tummy if you're lactose intolerant. Um, (laughs) And then my, my, my other option would be pretty much any of the chicken there is good. I tend to get the popcorn chicken, but the grilled chicken sandwich is also really delicious. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, okay. That's a great setup for now. Let's talk calendar. We're talking about work. You currently are going to school full-time, right? You're a senior in high school. You're working. How many hours do you work a week? Uh, I work 15 to 20 hours a week. This week I'm working like 22, I think. Okay. So that's, that's a lot of work. And then you have church. I do have seminary. I have seminary. How many days a week do you go to seminary? So in terms of like Zoom seminary, I just yeah. do I do Zoom on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but on Tuesday and Thursday I have lessons still that are online. Okay. Similar to our on demand on live days. Perfect. And then um anything else, any other commitments? I mean, we have our theater program. Currently it's mostly a podcast. But there are some commitments in there. There's some meetings and things like that. Um, anything else that you are doing outside of school and work in church? I do not believe so. I think that's all. I mean, you're, you're, there's a social life. There's a social life, of course. There's um, always attempting to be a social life to balance. Definitely. I, I'm very fortunate in, in that I have a lot of really great friends at work. So yeah. I you know, when I'm at work, I, I get a lot of socialization there just because I do get along with all of my coworkers, but That's awesome. Um, I still, of course, make an effort to hang out with people yeah. outside of that. I hung out with Emily Nicholson the other day. 
that was very like fun. Emily Nicholson. Oh, I love All right. So when we're talking about this calendar that you keep for the bullet, is it, you said it's month by month and you have important deadlines in it. What else? What's the, is the bullet aspect just date related or is it kind of a to-do list? So yes. So after my like yearly section, it goes into the monthly. So I have my September calendar laid out and right next do list for everything that needs to get done in the month of September. And then after that, it goes by weekly. So on my weekly one, I have like pretty much down to the exact time. So like yesterday at 4 p.m., I was going over to Emily's house and then like I have like today what time all my live classes start, what time I'm working at. I also have the weekly to-do list. So like for mine is I need to do laundry and clean my room. And then I have weekly goals. So things that don't necessarily need to get done this week, but would be nice to get done. So there's a college Mm. prep book I want to read that I hopefully will get done, but I'm not sure. And also finish to Kelly Mockingbird because I'm very close. Nice. Um, so why, why is this something you've incorporated in your life and how long have you been using it? So I literally started it this week and I've been doing research on it for a long time because when I, when I heard about it, it sounded like something I really did want to do, especially since Mm -hmm. it's a sort of make it yourself thing. So The issue I had with the planners like that you get from the store is that it's like, it won't necessarily always cater to what you want. It's not very, they're not very customizable. Exactly. And so I think the reason I wanted to start it is because I was looking for one, a way to organize better because I'm pretty bad at time management. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody's pretty bad at time management and it's hard when you're a teenager because this is the first real dose of time management that you need absolutely and then the second reason I wanted to start it was because it's sort of a creative outlet almost because I like Mm. doodle in it and stuff like that and it's super duper stress relieving and when this in this time there's a whole lot of stress going on so it's just kind of nice when I get to when I get to do this because it feels it feels stress relieving, especially like when I'm planning things out so that I can be less worried about having everything I need to do clouded in my mind. So that's interesting because I think sometimes people associate self-organization with another thing that they have to do or with more, just like one more thing they have to do in the day. And you associate it with being stress relieving that you feel there's already so much stuff going on in your head when you can write it down, when you can see it in an organized fashion, it takes something off your plate. Is is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's sort of like doing, um, like writing out a grocery list. So it's like Mm -hmm. when you get to the grocery store, you don't have to be thinking about like, Oh, I need this and I need this and I need this. You just have the list. And so you can just like mark everything off the list. That's sort of what I associate it. Like it's like Mm -hmm. at the beginning of my week, if I write down everything that has to get done, and all my assignments that are due, then I can just check them off as, as I go along. I, I mean, I really, I love self-organization. I also find that it makes me feel more accomplished that especially during this time when I'm not leaving my house much, it's hard to see what I've done in a day and I can be exhausted at night and think, gosh, I, I think I've worked really hard, but I'm not sure. I like having 
that approach for a to-do list where I can see, oh my gosh, this is how many things I did or, or scheduling out my time. Because I think if I was left alone to my own devices in my house, I, I would just be like friendship bracelets. I wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how we talked a little bit about how does it improve your life? Where did you find your bullet journal? If someone wanted to buy a similar one. So I got mine at Michael's. It was 10 bucks. It has. So the thing that really makes it like a bullet journal is mm-hmm. that it's a dotted notebook rather than like a lined one. Although you can use a lined one. It doesn't really matter, but typically they're dotted which really helps for like drawing out boxes it helps to create you know straight lines um nice and it has like all the pages numbered in it and that's where I got mine at is it already divided into months weeks years or did you customize it that way I customized it myself but they do have some that are already set out for you but I pretty much just looked on Pinterest or Google and looked up, if you look up bullet journal, nice. year planner, you can see everything. Well, and I'd like to give a shout out. We have an EHS alumni, Gustavo Rios, who works at Michael's. So I'd like to give oh. a shout out to Gustavo. If you want a bullet journal, my guy Gustavo can help you. I believe he works at the Michael's near the mall, but you might have to DM him to figure that exactly out. Yes. Go support Ask Gustavo. For Gustavo. <laughs> at Michael's at Michael's. Um, all right. So why did you think this was a good topic? To be fair, we originally thought we were going to talk about a different topic. Yes, we did. Do you want to share what we thought we were going to talk about? So I originally <laughs> thought that we should talk about my favorite TV show in the entire world. Shout out to Lost on ABC. Shout, <laughs> Shout out to Lost. Shout out to Desmond Hume. <laughs> You are my favorite person <laughs> in the world. Um, it is not my favorite TV series, but it is up, up on my list. And I binge watched a whole bunch of it during quarantine. So we were going to talk about Lost. And then kind of at the last minute, you decided to change it. So obviously, this is something that you're really into right now and that you felt you wanted to share with our community. Can you talk about why you, not why not Lost, but why self-organization? Uh, I feel like self-organization is something that a lot of people struggle to to do. And I think specifically, I think a lot of people want to be somebody who's organized. At least I was. Like, I wanted to be somebody who did it, but just could never find the way that worked best for me. Hmm. So I feel like, I don't know, hearing that other people can do it and can find things that work for them is just like... I don't know, helpful. And I felt like, yeah, it's something that a lot of people can relate to, you know, yeah, being stressed out by having a ton of assignments or yeah. trying to remember things. Trying to balance. For sure. And so that's why I thought that it would be good because I just think that everybody should self-organize and it's really <laughs> helpful. <laughs> it's been so helpful. <laughs> You're converting people to organization. I really like that. Yes. Um, what, why do you think teenagers struggle with organization? What do you think is at the root of that? Um. <laughs> because here's what I would say. I would say that maybe the bias is, is against teenagers 
And maybe if you didn't spend a lot of time with teenagers, you might think, oh, they're just lazy. Well, of course, we're all lazy. I don't think that's why teenagers aren't organized. I think you might also think, oh, they're always on their phones. I think these are Yes. Yes, we are all always on our phones and teenagers more. That's what's at the heart. I think it might be something about not knowing how to start and not knowing how to make it a habit. I think so too. I think especially just growing up, you know, a lot is changing in your mind, you know, mm-hmm. you're sort of, you're dealing with a lot of things that like grown adults don't necessarily deal with and vice versa, you know, yes. adults oh. deal with a lot that teenagers don't, but no, you guys deal with all kinds of things I wouldn't even think of. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I'm really lucky to have really great parents who understand this but I know a lot of kids don't necessarily have like their guardians don't necessarily really truly understand just how different it is which is totally fine like I mean I think you need to take this time to shout out Kristen and Dave I mean I think shout out Kristen shout out Kristen and Dave Morgan best parents dude they are so killing it on the parenting front absolutely Holding it down. Holding down the fort. Here. <laughs> Holding down the fort. Parenting like superheroes. You're right. You do have really understanding parents. And to be fair, you're not the first teenager they've had, right? They have some practice. <laughs> yes. But it is weird for adults to look at teenagers and not under- to understand why your brains work the way your brains work. It's not a- obviously apparent yeah. why you're thinking what you're thinking. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like there is a lot of misunderstanding that goes with teenagers because truly, like, we just don't, like, I feel like the reason pretty much every single one of us procrastinates is just because we don't know (laughs) how to not. (laughs) Yes. You know, I read an article a while ago because I struggled with procrastination more when I was younger. And it's kind of, I've, I've just eased out of it and I'm not sure why it's not better habits, but I read an article that said procrastination, especially in young people, isn't a bad thing that if we just seek to eliminate it, we don't learn from it. And that sometimes teenagers, like teenagers do better with heightened stakes. They do better with extreme friendships or like extreme feelings about romance. And that, that extreme pressure at the last minute sometimes kicks teenagers into gear better. Does that, does that, do you identify with that at all or does that not make sense to you? Absolutely. I procrastinate okay. like so bad until like the last minute and then I'll just pull out like the best work I've ever done. <laughs> I've seen that a lot. You know, it's something I don't understand teenagers. I think I understand 3% of teenagers 2% of the time. But there are a lot of things that my students and the kids in the program do and say and think that I just don't get. And I have to step back and ask a lot of questions. Obviously, I'm known for asking a lot of questions. But that procrastination, when you explain it like that, that it, there's a helpful side of things. That you like that idea of, you don't like the idea of feeling pressured, but that pressure helps you maybe produce something better. Yeah, I think for a lot of kids, it works that way. I agree. Um, obviously, I don't know about everyone. Some people just don't care. That's just, you know, yeah. the truth. Yeah. Apathy is really different than 
concern and procrastination. Yes. How, so maybe one of the, I don't know if there's a lesson, but maybe one of the learning objectives in here for adults would be, okay, procrastination isn't a totally bad thing for teenagers. Yeah, and also just remember that if your child is procrastinating or student is procrastinating, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean they're lazy. Or it doesn't mean they won't do it. I think, yeah. I guess my main concern isn't that you guys are lazy. My main concern is it won't be done. Yeah. Or I, it will require so much extra work from me at the last minute. Yeah. And one kid requiring a lot of work at the last minute, right? One of your 100 kids needing something you can do. A hundred of your 100 kids needing something at the last minute is impossible. So I think adults who are probably more planners worry about that. How can you give me an example of something that you think you would have procrastinated on in a different way that this bullet journal has helped you overcome? And I I know it's new. Yeah. So one thing for sure is I have, so in my like weekly section, I have Mm -hmm. a section that's just called my habit tracker. So it has like, Ooh, like basic things like flossing my teeth because I'm really trying to get good at flossing. Um, it's in, gums are important. <laughs> they are important. Doing yoga, I want to. I have started doing yoga in the mornings occasionally. Nice. Um, doing my seminary work, doing my homework, mm-hmm. uh, reading my scriptures for church, mm-hmm. praying. Mm-hmm. You know, just stuff that I I would like to do every that, that's, day. That's almost under self care and soul care, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. So that <laughs> any of those just like small daily habits are things mm-hmm. that I just won't do. And that's not even just me like forgetting. It's just like I don't want to. Like it's something yeah. I always procrastinate doing. And so this has really helped because like for me, I want to fill in the bubble for that day like I want to fill it in nice and if it's if at the end of the week it's empty I'm gonna feel all sad because I'm like well (laughs) I didn't do anything that I want to do it makes the things that you have to do seem like something you want to do yes absolutely I love that you know I don't have any I don't have any numbers in front of me or percentages and I do love a percentage but I, un, like breaking habits and forming habits are their own individual tracks. And I have broken habits and formed both positive and not so positive habits myself. So I do know that forming habits isn't a one-time thing. It is repeatable behavior, but you do have to repeat it a lot. And at the beginning, you won't remember to repeat it. Mm-hmm. So I love vitamins and I'm not backing down from that controversial opinion. <laughs> I love, I love a vitamin E. I love a fish oil. I'm very into iron. They're chewable and they taste like Smarties. So I've been trying to get myself to take more vitamins because I want my immune system to be strong in this time. And I want my immune system to be strong when we go back to school because kids are gross. But so I've been trying to get myself to take vitamins and you have to take them with food. And every time I'd eat three meals and then forget and be like, oh, I should just snack and eat more vitamins. What I've done is I've taken little plastic bags and put my vitamins in them, reusable plastic bags, and then just put yes. them near 
where all my school stuff is. So right back in my computer, I have lip balm and cuticle balm <laughs> and some they're inspirational things that inspire me. And then also my vitamins. When I come down, it's almost associated with starting my day. And I am not perfect at taking those vitamins. In fact, I still have two vitamins in front of me that need to be taken. But seeing them every morning has kind of tricked my mind into, into doing it. Yeah, that's like the same reason I, because I went to the dentist recently and they told me I had no cavities. And Get it? I, I, well, I have a few that are like sort of starting mm-hmm. to pop up, but they are okay. still reversible. So just to keep on that flossing game. And I was like, mm-hmm. great, well, I got to start flossing real good now. <laughs> so it's the same reason that I like moved my floss up to where my toothpaste and toothbrush is because it's not in a drawer anymore. So I just, you see can it, see it. Like, yes. Now, probably the advice would be don't put everything you have to do where you can see it. Yes, don't right. don't do that. That's not that's not organization. But putting stuff within your eyes, within your vision is really helpful. Putting your toothbrush on your counter, maybe you so you can see it when you're washing your face or putting on lip gloss or whatever. I would also say getting rid of the things you don't want to do. And so not hiding those, but maybe eliminating those. So maybe if you always have cookies out on your counter and you're like, I just eat too much cookies. I should be eating more (laughs) eggs or whatever, putting those in the cupboard. Yeah. Right. Because what we see, we are visual creatures. What we see is often what we do. The purpose of having like hand lotion and cuticle balm out is I used to bite my nails really badly. And if I see it, I remember to put stuff on my hands and then I less likely to bite my nails. It's not perfect, but I try. Um, okay. I, I've really loved all this. Can you, how would you encourage other teenagers? You seem to think this is a good idea for all teenagers or for the majority of teenagers. For the the majority of teenagers. For the majority of teenagers. Suppose I'm a teenager. (laughs) Such a weird idea. And I think it's an interesting idea, but I don't see the point. Can you tell me what the point is? So I think for me, specifically as somebody who who does suffer with being anxious, most pretty much every single teenager gets anxiety or feels stress. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's just something that really, it does help. It really helps mm-hmm. to not have your mind so full of everything and be so worried of everything you need to do. And whether or not that's just opening up the notes app on your phone and writing down a daily Mm -hmm. or weekly to-do list or creating a full-on journal, Mm -hmm. um, which is not everybody's cup of tea. I just think it's, it's, it's helpful. It'll, it'll, it'll give you a more productive lifestyle and it'll keep you from being so focused on, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. And you'll be, you'll, your mind will be more open to other things like you can have all the things you need to get done written down, but then have all the things you want to get done in your head. And that's just a better way to live, in my opinion. <laughs> I would also add, I think it creates more time for fun. Yes, if, it really does. If I just have the rest of the afternoon and I have a little bit of work I have to do, I think I might just blow it off. But if I look and I say, okay, you've got two more things left to do that are school-related – and you can do them by 5 p.m., then I'm much more likely to take a bubble bath or 
well, not today, go for a walk with my dog, but go for a walk or go for a bike ride or FaceTime a friend, do something that feels really fun that maybe I wouldn't have done because I would have just kind of kept putting off the things I had to do. And by 730, I'd still need to do schoolwork. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there anything else that you'd like to add about self-organization and time management? I don't think so. I think I would just say if it is something that you are interested in doing, um, just research what different types of organization there are. Because, you know, obviously there are tons of different ways you can have a planner, just a regular journal, calendar, to-do list, whatever. You know, there's a ton of stuff that you can do. But definitely, like, research and find something that resonates with you. Because for me, having, like, a calendar or, like, a whiteboard was never something that really resonated to me. But when I saw this, I was, like, I want to do that. Uh, You know, my friend Katie uses whiteboards, and she got us going on them. But still, that visual isn't the same thing. For me, I like to have time scheduled. So if you look at my everyday schedule, you know, it says what time I have to teach – get to teach classes, excuse me, what time I get to teach classes, it says maybe that I have like meetings with students or things like that. But then also I'll put a block of time that I'll be like, put on a face mask, take a bath. So that when it comes around, I'm like, well, it's part of my schedule. I better fit on a face mask. And it, I, I kind of am soothed by schedules. I am obviously a very specific personality type. Having the good times and the fun, the things I have, helps me just feel like my whole day is being used and it's really helped me during quarantine to have a schedule yeah quarantine can feel like one long endless day and it has so having every day that I do things, literally you know, every time on Monday and Thursday I teach advanced or to do that that's really helped me pass the time and stay motivated and not give in too much to the sadness. Though it's sometimes we. <laughs> I know I don't want to be like happy all the time. I mean, time so. Our, say to our amazing audience. Uh, I don't think so. Except you guys are all great, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Keep listening. I say keep listening to the podcast. Keep, keep listening to the podcast. Listen to, listen to podcast makes perfect. You can find it on Spotify. Oh. Now tell me more about podcast. Make that sounds like an amazing podcast makes perfect. Whose podcast is that? Uh, it is a podcast by <laughs> me and Emily Nicholson, my best friend. Oh my uh, we do all sorts of shenanigans over there. Shout <laughs> out. Our next week, we have seniors Isabella Kennington and seniors Parker Brown. They're interested in, they're passionate about. Please oh, tune awesome. in for those. And thank you so much, Kennedy. It was so lovely to talk to you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right, guys, have a great day. Bye bye. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our podcast. And then the words of the musketeers, all for one and one for all.